Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. Then uh, there are diseases that uh, potentially hereditary, which we don't know what the genetic background is. So for instance, instance, schizophrenia would appear to be a genetically handed down uh, disease, probably a combination of abnormalities in the chromosomes. But there's certainly, if you go back through someone with schizophrenia's family history, you'll probably find there's another one somewhere along the way. So we do make an, uh, a block <laughs> and suggest that particular donor with schizophrenia not do it. In terms of other mental diseases, ADHD, for instance, there's still controversy as to whether that's genetic or environmental meaning what's around in, uh, in the place and, and what the, 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 how the child grows up as to whether uh, that's a problem. So probably with ADHD, we would actually take someone on board. However, we would be saying as part of the uh, selection process for the recipient, we would be telling them that this person has uh, ADHD. The other issue, generally most donor banks don't take men over the age of 50. They're a bit, and that's because there is a reasonably good evidence that the risk of autism is slightly more common in older men producing babies. It's not a strong thing, but it certainly makes us a little bit nervous when we are creating a child. We don't particularly want any possibility of autism. But in the natural population, there are lots of older men with younger wives or partners who have conceived children who are absolutely normal. So it's, it's certainly not a cause and effect, immediate cause and effect, but we're cautious with donor sperm. We don't want to create something that may be abnormal. Other genetic diseases that can be handed down, things like diabetes would appear to be more common. But if a man came and they were diabetic, and they were well controlled, we probably still would take them on as a donor. So there's gray areas where a man may have some degree of illness, but we may carry on and do it. The other, the other obvious thing that we do is the things like infections. And if we have infections, and we're certainly not going to be undertaking uh, sperm that, that could be infected, albeit we do from time to time when a, when a known donor comes along and they have HIV, for instance, we can use that sperm by preparing it properly. 
But for our non-identified donors, we certainly would not want that. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.